Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani from Omnis Investments and here to take you all through the financial news of last week. Well, it's fair to say that it was quite a tough week for markets. Stocks on both sides of the Atlantic met their worst weekly performance in at least a month. And this was mainly due to the fears of the rapid spread of the Delta variant of the coronavirus. But of course, there was a lot more happening in terms of data being published throughout the world. So as usual, let's begin in the US. Despite starting the week strongly, the S&P 500 was down just shy of 1% during the week. Growth and inflation data appeared to remain in the spotlight during the week. On Tuesday, stocks fell, as it was reported that the pace of US consumer price increases had accelerated unexpectedly in June. The consumer price index rose at the fastest pace since August 2008, up 5.4% from the previous year, and this was well above the 5% rise that was reported in May. Once again, surging used car prices contributed to the rise in inflation, but so did food prices and the price of fuel. So what did the central bank have to say? So the Fed, which is the US, the US's central bank, acknowledged that inflation had risen more than expected, but it continues to reiterate its expectation that this is only temporary. On the economic front, the data coming out last week was pretty mixed. First up, we had manufacturing data. And what it showed is that output in manufacturing had contracted slightly during the month of June, largely due to car makers' trouble finding chips. On the positive side, we had uh, weekly jobless claims, which hit a new pandemic low. And retail sales rose 0.6% in June, significantly better than expected. So now let's move over to Asia. Japan's stock markets registered modest gains for the week, with the Nikkei 225 index up 0.22% during the week. And just as a reminder for everyone, Tokyo has been placed into another state of emergency for the duration of the Olympic Games as the government tries to contain a resurgence of COVID-19 infections. Just to give you an indication of the severity, the capital registered its highest daily count in new cases since January during last week. So let's turn to the economics. At its July meeting, the Bank of Japan left interest rates unchanged, and this was largely expected. But the central bank also revised its economic output expectation for 2021 down, whilst increasing it for 2022. It also did say that if the vaccine rollout accelerates and pent-up demand for services consumption materialises relatively early, economic activity could improve by more than this expectation. And a final note on Japan, business confidence was boosted by Japan's export-led economic recovery, which has been driven by solid global demand. Over in China, it was quite a choppy week for markets, but the CSI 300 ended up about a half percent. Markets showed relief after China's gross domestic product, or GDP. The report for April to June was very much in line with expectations. So China's annual GDP growth for the second quarter of 2021, so that's April, May, June, was up 7.9%. Now, 
This was down from 18.3% for the first three months of the year. But obviously, a lot of these numbers are a bit distorted due to the pandemic. So to reduce these coronavirus-related distortions, a two-year average growth was also reported. And that showed that the economy expanded 5.5% in the second quarter, up from 5% in the first quarter of the year. So a positive story there. We also saw some economic data coming out, and this was also fairly upbeat. Retail sales came in stronger than expected in June, while power consumption was robust. Now, it's interesting that I talk about power consumption. Let me explain why. In the last few weeks, I've been talking about local lockdowns being put in place across particularly southern provinces of of China to contain the resurgence of COVID-19 cases. Now, if we see some strong power consumption, this suggests that only a few factories had been affected by these local lockdowns. So let's come to Europe now. Shares fell on concerns that the increase in coronavirus cases could derail an economic recovery. Some investors also worried that central banks might tighten monetary policy sooner than expected to control inflation. The Eurostox 50 was down almost 0.8% during the week. To control the spread of the Delta variant of the virus, European countries continue with restrictions. France implemented new social restrictions to prevent the spread of this new variant. People must show a health pass proving they have been vaccinated to use long-distance trains, to go out to eat and drink, and to visit shops, cinemas and theatres. Over in the Netherlands, which reimposed restrictions on bars, restaurants and nightclubs late last week, it also reintroduced work-from-home guidelines. And Germany warned that more of the population needs to be vaccinated before restrictions can be lifted. And let's turn to the UK to finish off. The FTSE 100 and the FTSE 250 were both down, having fallen 1.6% and 1.9% respectively. Obviously, the big news coming out of the UK is that today the UK lifts its remaining COVID-19 lockdown controls, even as the number of coronavirus infections surges. Despite this so-called Freedom Day, major retailers are urging shoppers to keep wearing masks while face coverings remain mandatory on the London Tube, for example. On the economic front, we got some inflation number published last week. So UK consumer price inflation increased to 2.5% in June. And this is the highest level since August 2018. And this is also up from 2.1% in May. Prices for food, fuel, secondhand cars, clothing and footwear were all key contributors to this rising inflation. Now, despite the concerns around inflation, we did also see some positive economic data coming out of the UK. For example, the UK business confidence has ramped up in the month of June as more coronavirus restrictions were eased. Looser lockdown restrictions together with pent-up demands and the Euro 2020 games helped drive UK retail sales up 10.4% between April and June compared to a year ago. And finally, data from the Office for National Statistics reveals that number of payroll employees in the UK increased to 356,000 in June, thanks to a boom in hospitality and retail jobs. So overall, it was a very choppy week for markets. The debate about inflation versus economic growth continues. But this week, we have clearly been outshone by how fast the Delta variant of the coronavirus is spreading globally and the impact that this could have on global growth. Let's see how things play out this coming week. That's it from me this week. 
Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back for more next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.